When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to Spanish Aki Presents and a very special part two of our 100th episode special. The whole crew's in the house. You have Risa, Oscar, Tony, and myself, Carlos. And you just listened to some of the best stuffs that happened over the last, I don't know how many years. This is something that started back in August of 2018, right, guys? Yeah. yeah. That was our first, <laughs> first recording of our recording. pilot. And we've just had so much, uh, so much fun. Uh, recording and doing this together and now you guys got to hear a little bit of that it's yeah. good to remember it's good to remember isn't it it is our best stuffs indeed <laughs> <laughs> we were doing some some maths earlier and uh we we're trying to figure out how what percentage of in-studio recordings we did versus you know right. pandemic zooms and carlos you're it's, saying it was like about half and half it's, it's almost 50 percent. yes that's wow. wild so we recorded say, more episodes yeah. 40%. In the pandemic than we have in, in yeah. the studio. Correct? Yes, it's about 40-70, I would say. Is that wow. the right math? 40-70? Wow. <laughs> okay. You know what? I think, you know what? Stay pretty, Carlos. Stay pretty. Yeah. I yeah. never said I was good oh. at math. <laughs> I get it. It's 40-90 for sure. <laughs> oh yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I mean, um, how, do, y- do y'all feel like changed after the first time? I mean, like, the sh- I think the show has changed so much since, since our very first episode. I mean, right off the bat, our format has changed, you know? The way yeah. we do the podcast is very, very different. But do you guys feel transformed in recording Spanish Aki Presents in any way? I mean, um, I guess I would say, I think in the beginning for me, since I never had my own podcast, like, at all. Like, I know, like, a, a, all three of you have have had other podcasts with other people mm-hmm. where you were hosting so I think I felt like very much like the rookie still I'm the rookie, but I felt more like I had to like prepare myself, I think a little bit more for like the picas and the interviews, which I still do now. But I feel like I've interviewed so many people within like the podcast and the live show now that I'm I mean, I don't like I can it just flows out of me. So I don't know. I mean, obviously, we do improv, which is easy for us to like do that and have a conversation with people. But um, I would say like I for sure like I used to like have questions written down and ready to go. But now I like kind of just like I already know them in my head and I'm ready, which kind of feels like cool because I'm like, okay, cool. Like I saw the like advancement in that in myself, at least. I already thought when we started, I was already so impressed with you rise up your skills but even like i have to say um and even in the past year i feel like you've flourished honestly like what you just mm-hmm. said i totally have seen it happen and i'm thank you i applaud you and i'm impressed well it by started it. in the in the live show like we started seeing yeah the, yeah the, yeah the, the transition yeah. into taking over the because that's such a crucial part when we we're doing the live shows was to get the interview was important because if you know whenever we didn't we had a tough interview. It also made it hard for us to have a, a good improv set. Yeah. A- and I yeah. feel like you really, you really took that and you rose to the occasion and you made it an actual fun part of just not just making an interview. So that was fun too. Yeah. yeah. When mm-hmm. you say rookie, my response is, que rookie, que <laughs> rookie. rookie. You mean reina. That's what you mean oh. to say. Yeah. Because I, you know, uh, I'll say this, you're like, you're the organizer of Spanish Every Presents. I'll stand by this, but without you, I don't know what we, uh, we would not be making it to 100 episodes. Okay. Mm-hmm. No. Um, uh, and you've always held down the four and you've always been really good about showcasing the talent. You know what I mean? Showcasing mm-hmm. the guests, making the guests feel good. For me, that's a brand new experience. I've never, ever, ever done that in my life. So I never like to make you. people feel comfortable. I don't <laughs> yeah, exactly. like people in my house. Yeah. I don't want I don't want people in my house. I don't like talking to me. No, I'm kidding. But um, <laughs> but no, I mean, like watching you do your thing and what you're just naturally really good at has helped me be uh, like me get better at asking the right questions, socializing, transitioning, like that kind of stuff. Um, I've learned how to sharpen 
And I think I've gotten really good at that um, with this crew. Yeah. Thank you, guys. Mm -hmm. Very nice. It's true. I mean, I feel like we've all definitely grown, not just me. But like, again, I think like everybody, especially even like we like a lot of us weren't like doing a bunch of improv when we first started like on like a podcast. Like that was another thing that was weird for me. I don't know about you guys. Like I know like I know Oscar, you've done it a couple of times and I think Carlos and Tony maybe. But that was like the first time I had done it. And I oh, you hadn't. Oh, yeah, me neither. And I was just kind of like I was like but I can't get up. I can't like I, and it's so hard, especially like I move my hands. I'm very, very physical on stage. So like doing that and being like, I have to stay seated. We have a person here that, yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. you know, so I think that was kind of a weird thing. Yeah. But... Cause it is, it's a, it's a, in a weird way, a radio play. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. It's a lot of the stuff that you see on stage. You don't have that uh, on a podcast. So it's a lot more presentational, a lot more like, I'm going to say what I'm going to do instead of actually doing it, you know? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, it was like learning that and strengthening that muscle. And I think we did a pretty good job, you know? Yeah, yeah. Also, about- there was a transition in the show. I was going to say that the most of the transition was because of the pandemic. It meant that not only we had to switch to Zoom, but we also had to get used to Zoom, which was mm-hmm. so different. And it made, mm-hmm. I feel like that's what's made it different because we're so used to being in person uh, rekindling that energy in that way also, I think, was a learning curve for me, at least. Yeah, I felt like there was mm. a transition. Yeah, maybe. I was, I was gonna, I was gonna ask you guys: Were there any guests that you were nervous for ever? I was thinking yeah. about this. This is. Oh, I can't believe I'm saying this first. The guests oh, I was nervous for were the guests that I already knew personally, because I, like, I felt like I wanted to do right by mm-hmm. them. You know, like. And celebrate them in the time. That's we the have. version of being nervous. Like you, you were nervous for them. You're nervous to make sure that everything went right. Like that, we, we'll buy it. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's what I would say. Do you want me to Which name one? drop now? No, I'm not going <laughs> to. <laughs> Anybody else? Um, I think inversely, I was nervous for the people I've never, I didn't know at all. You know, people mm-hmm. that uh, were on the periphery of my radar and like didn't know who I was and like trying to like ease into that whole conversation. Um, especially like when some of y'all knew who they were and I was just like, not, I just, mm-hmm. I didn't know who they were. Um, because I was like, I'm not really, I don't think I'm going to, I was just scared of like not contributing enough to the interview portion of, uh, the podcast. But, um, yeah. And also, you know, I, I get a little, I get a little nervous too, especially when I meet new people, you know, uh, I, I, I get very shy around new people. So like, you know, that didn't help. <laughs> recording a podcast <laughs> i i but you oscar you said that and i remember i remember the screenshot that i showed you that my boyfriend sent me because i told i was like he was like I was, he alejandro my boyfriend was asking me he was like oh like what about like when you don't know like anything or whatever and i'm like i don't know oscar's like i feel like oscar's so good at that like we'll have like an athlete and he like has just like he knows exactly like, he knows what to say whatever i just said it in passing and then he listened to one of our episodes with uh, uh, somebody like in like one. I think it was uh, yeah, J- Jason, Jason Concepcion. Concepcion uh-huh. yeah. Yeah. And he was oh. just like, Oscar had really great commentary. Like it like just made every, everything flow so well. well. You know, like you would have never known that he had no idea about some <laughs> of the stuff. No, but I know. But like because you he, but yeah, like he's... it's so nice to hear that from someone. Again, he doesn't really listen to the podcast. So the fact that he listened to that and like pulled that yeah. out, I thought that was cool. Like. Yes, but that, that's a good spot to an improv that he does very well. So he's just applying that to interviews, mm-hmm. which is a, it's a great mm-hmm. gift. Yeah. Well, mm-hmm. it's interesting to me that the, the thing that I have realized from doing this podcast is because like, you know, I, I have had my I think I've mentioned this in like a long ass time ago, but I've had a lot of um, sort of like trepidation about my Latinx identity, especially like with my Latino identity uh Mm -hmm. and like my immigrant identity as well um i don't know like i i've lived my entire life in in between these two worlds and i felt so not american enough because i i wasn't born here and you know i i'm not really american but i definitely also didn't feel myself like latin x enough too because I was born in a different country. I did come here later, but like my grasp of Spanish is probably the weakest of all all of y'all. So to me, I just didn't feel very comfortable with the language stuff. So like there was a lot walking into just the SAP of being like, oh my gosh, I I feel like I'm the weak link here. Like I I don't feel like I'm like really contributing a lot to like, I don't know, the Latinx movement or whatever. But the thing that has like completely 
changed everything around for me was that very, very first episode about what it means to be Latinx. And I was really candid about what it means to me and why Latinx is the identity that I choose, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, And the response from people have been, has continues to be so overwhelmingly positive. And like that idea of like, you don't have to like be like the best Latinx superhero of all time. You don't have to be like, you don't have to know how to like, I don't know, like speak perfect Spanish or like know everything about Latinx culture. Your identity is enough. And like just hearing stories from people reaching out to me and being like, I feel I felt the same way. It's like that never grows old. And Mm. it is so healing for me to hear, too, that like, I don't know, that like weird thing of like, oh, am I enough? You know? Yeah. And the answer is, Mm -hmm. of, of course you are. But hearing other people share that same mm-hmm. story with you is like incredibly powerful. Mm-hmm. Incredibly I appreciate powerful. that that's always kind of been our mission statement, right? From the yeah. beginning, yeah. Even from when Reza famously went to pitch it and I stood by as <laughs> Carlitos, Carlitos sat there, sat there looking pretty. <laughs> I was like making sure that everything was right. Cause she was coming in, you know, guns. I blazing. came in hot. Guns I came in hot. The Miami, the Miami Cubana se me salió. That's how you know. Es like, que así, es que that's when you know I'm pissed. Cuando me sale el acento and I get real Miami on you. Yeah, the sahuesera me sale. I know. <laughs> but I think we were really, very clear. And, I, and I'm just happy that it has been after all. You know, it's good. What's good about looking back is to know, like, wow, we really felt this way about the movement, about the 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 importance of our culture and how it's actually played out. Like we've seen it with the live show and we've seen how people re- and just by what Oscar's saying, the way people have reacted mm-hmm. to it uh, is is proof enough that uh, we've kind of, you know, we stuck to our guns when it came to, to, yeah. to doing and, this. Mm-hmm. And not just Latinx people. I mean, I know that there's a bunch of white people that listen to our podcast mm-hmm. and yeah. like the feedback has been incredible too, that it, yeah. it, it's not just a Latinx podcast for Latinx people, which is like what I think we walk, we, like that's that's pretty much our goal our motto is that it's like for us by us but the fact that like other people from all kinds of ethnicities um absorb it and digest it and share similarities i mean that's mm-hmm. magical that's mm-hmm. so great mm-hmm. for us by us fubu no Exa- longer well, that, I mean, <laughs> r.i.p right. but right that's what it was <laughs> yeah i mean uh, to answer my own question, I will say I was nervous <laughs> for Pitbull because I didn't say uh, it oh earlier. Sorry. This is all really yes. just an excuse to talk about Pitbull, and here we are. Yeah, yes. no, but, but I, was, so well. I was. I mean, y'all handled that so amazing. Yeah, that was yeah, all yeah. last and minute. And he was too. incredible. Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah, that was yeah. all last yeah. minute. Yeah, that was like we had a day to barely prep mm-hmm. for it, and like I was like making calls and doing emails and just like figuring it out. And I, but I was nervous. Like, I mean, again, that's the only one that I set up a pretty I mean, background. I've for. said it before, and I'll say it again. <laughs> it's the the best looking set but background that oh, I've yeah. ever seen Rise of put together. Just was so well lit. And my thoughts I are remember, oh, so. Yeah. So I guess it's possible. Mm-hmm. The right yeah. circumstances. Rise's setup was. She had like HD, streamers. Sure. There was mm-hmm. like I don't know. Did you paint the wall? I don't even know. No, it just no. Like- <laughs> it's <laughs> a lavender. It's my lavender backdrop oh, for my self just, tapes. But wow. I have a sign in my room that says I coño. I have a sign in my room that says, that says I coño. Me too. No, 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 no. Because I, I hit my. It's mic. my morning mantra. <laughs> it says three oh five till I die. So like I coño. Darling distractions exactly on Etsy. Thing. Check them out. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, I was definitely nervous for them. But I don't like because I think back to like to like our live shows. And it's weird because like I never really got nervous doing the interviews. It's so weird because I feel like that would be the part that I should get the most nervous of. Mm-hmm. But like I don't I got this tip once from someone that I heard on a po- I don't know who it was or something. And they were like. You just like flirt with your guests, but not like creepy. You know what I mean? They're like, you're just, you're like talking. It's oh. like, you know, you're, you're flirting with them. You want them to feel good. What? And I'm like, oh, okay. Yeah. And then I feel like that's kind of like what I've always used in the background. That's a, that's yeah. A, you make yeah, them feel comfortable, you know? Yeah. I they make them feel seen. And, yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's why so I'm, who dating are you dating? Are you dating? I'm dating everybody we've interviewed. I'm dating all of them. All our guests. Okay. I've dated all, all of them. My, all all it's of always been them. very confusing wow. at the end of it. I, like, yeah. Yeah, felt, yeah. There was something, I, right? There was something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. We exchanged uh, LinkedIn numbers, emails, LinkedIn numbers. everything. LinkedIn everything. Numbers. That's a specific wow. thing. That's yeah, yeah, yeah. very that's private. thing. Wow. Wow. Holy crap. Sharing location with all our guests. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What guests are you going to be nervous? for in the future 
Dream what dream right. guest? I mean, <laughs> we all want Gloria. We all know my top three. My top three. Oh, Can you guys three? guess my top three that I would be nervous for? Bad okay, Bunny, Bad Jennifer Bunny, Lopez, J-Lo, uh-huh, and, and Drake. Yes. Yes. Wow. Okay. I was wow. I was gonna say uh, uh no 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 uh, I but, Mr. Curry. But I was gonna say, but I would throw in LeBron James. Honorable le- mention oh. LeBron James. LeBron James. Well, let's right. see if we can get him for you know when new space uh, jam comes out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Look, I, I'll start working on that. Oh my god. <laughs> Going yo. <laughs> and get Lola Bunny while we're at it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll dress mm-hmm. up as her. Uh, what about you guys? Are there <laughs> any good. are there any dream guests that you would want? And Rita that, uh... Moreno. Okay. I mean, what? Yeah. No, yeah. Uh, we we've had his father, Lin Manuel, mm-hmm. Gloria Stefan. Um. Okay. What about what about uh, Carlitos? I feel like you've never talked about a dream guest. No, I don't really. It sounds weird. I I don't really. Um, You're so I guess it would be moment. like. It would be, but it would it would probably be something like Will Smith or something. Like I was that. well because I was gonna say to be yeah. fair, you you've already interviewed a lot of people. Yeah, even before and it we comes knew out so shitty. It was like, guys, I don't have a dream guest because I've already talked to him. But but, <laughs> but maybe there's someone new that I, has like yeah, come out like that come out. Um, like like well, Oscar there's gotta be an Will actor. Smith. Do you want us to make that happen for you? <laughs> what? Which one? What did you say? Uh, uh, Tony uh, said that. We are very close to Will Smith because we have worked with Will Smith. In the oh, that's mm-hmm. right. You did the the thing where you were uh, the Aladdin. The Aladdin. L- uh, we were in Aladdin. It, <laughs> yeah, we were in Aladdin. <laughs> didn't, wasn't it? Wasn't it the Aladdin James Corden thing? No. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. Okay. Oh yes. The ex- the Aladdin James Corden thing. I remember Not Aladdin. No, no, I mean thing. <laughs> We weren't not in the movie. <laughs> I know what I'm talking we about. We were in the street. <laughs> Look at me like I'm crazy. No. Okay, I, wait. So then. Okay, so I wait. think it would be people from the past that I never got, you know, that are probably yeah. more like that. Like Will Smith, Jim Carrey, Dave Chappelle. Like, oh, you Jim know. Carrey. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, for sure. Add him to mine too. And I'm just gonna click. Hank Azaria. <laughs> Hank Azaria. Mm-hmm. Okay. What about that'll, you, Oscar? That's going to be an interesting conversation yes. with Tony and Hank. That, yeah, that would be. Actually, that would be a great conversation to have. You can have a Julio. I would off. love to have. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my God. <laughs> and an Agador Spartacus off. Yeah. <laughs> That's the um, character in the birthday. For me. Cage. Okay. You know, I I still say. I mean, my my dream guest is uh, of course Shakira would be like number one for me because yes. like wow, Colombiana mixed Colombiana mm. is like that's that's goals right there. Um, and uh, also someone like. John Leguizamo would be so fantastic. Uh, He's like, he's, you know, he's my hero. He truly is my hero. He's like so politically vocal now, too. And he's been able to make some of the most unbelievable one-man shows. Um, And it's something that I would love to pick his brain about. Like, just like... How, he'd be how, an hour. How? He'd have to be a whole episode. Oh my like, we God, can't, yeah. We yeah. Could, he, I like, could not do... I mean, He changed might be, the face of uh, yeah. comedy. I he really think, did. You know? Especially like when... You know, for me, like desperately looking for someone who looked remotely like me, John Leguizamo was around and doing stuff that like, oh, my gosh, that was no one else is doing it. No one else is doing it. And also for me, too, I would love to add Wilson Cruz in there just because Ricky Ricky from my so-called life is just like... That I've seen it. him. I've seen him around. I feel I'll work like... on that one. I'll work on that one. Yeah. I feel like I see him all around, like just like in the grocery store or just like out. I feel like oh, I've seen him more than once. Oh, in the grocery store. <laughs> well, then, Carlitos, you work on that one. <laughs> You're pumping into him at the grocery hey, store. Hey, he's by the produce. Let's get him. <laughs> Raisa, <laughs> Raisa, hurry up. Hurry up. Get over here. Bring the computer. <laughs> Raisa Sally Field goes to our grocery store near us sometimes. Quien es Sally uh, Field? Como oh, que quien es Sally que, Field, Raisa? Que, que? Que oh, I was thinking Sally, Jesse, Raphael, right? Okay. That's the look, the, the, <laughs> okay. the, yeah. the one show. of them has two Oscars. Oh, and the, and, oh and the other God. one, they, yeah. you know, you like me. No, you really I know like her. Me. I like her. Yeah, but I'm going to be really none. honest. I wouldn't be able to tell who she was if she had a mask on ever. Wow. I don't oh. think a lot of people could tell who the people are with a mask on. <laughs> no, people know who I am. 
Yeah. <laughs> People know who I am when I'm inside. Really? Yeah. Uh, okay. This, okay. This the fame monster has gotten Riza. Okay, Riza. I'm just kidding. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I'm just fucking with Tony. I'm just fucking with Tony. No, I yeah, no, I know exactly who she is. Yes. Okay. Sorry. You guys know I'm bad with these names. I like I'm that person that like remembers someone because of their character name and it's bad. Like I know that actors hate that shit, but like oh hard. hey Miranda Priestley. I did it. I, sure. I brought yes. Meryl Streep in. I was going to say, I was like, when is Tony? When is Tony bring up the Devil Wears Meryl Prado? Meryl Streep. Yeah. <laughs> On the second part of our 100th episode. Yeah. Okay. Before we go, I want to know what is the most random place that you recorded a podcast episode? <sighs> My living For room. A- Isn't that wild? So you did That's all yours in your living room? Yeah. Living okay. Room. <laughs> Me and Carlitos have traveled, so we might have different um, hotel things. rooms. Is the... Hotel room, uh-huh, uh-huh. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I did mine in an Airbnb next to my sister's house. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, okay. I'm like, mm-hmm. and I did one in. Uh, I've done them all in every room of my boyfriend's house. Oh, we're still and the garage. The we're still talking about the podcast. And we're still, yeah. No, we're not talking about sex, you cochinos. Oh my god. <laughs> Okay. I want everybody listening that in all the, the kitchen, boys just put on top of their, the counter. No, coño. No. <laughs> wow. I recorded on the floor hands. under the table. No, they put their hands on their head. This uh, is like, like sex pena. clue. What the It's hell? not sex clue. I, I, I did I put, it in the basement. <laughs> With a dildo. Uh-huh. <laughs> I've recorded. I really Flum. have. I've recorded yeah. in you really almost have? every. I think in every room there, I've recorded. I've recorded in almost every room. So I think this is you. You're, you've been the most uh, mobile. Yeah, I've been hoeing uh, it up with active. the mic. Yeah, so to speak. Mm, yeah, yeah. yeah, seriously. Um, no, but you know, honestly, here's what I'll say too. Like, it's been such a wild <laughs> journey to get to know you guys even more, which is weird because we've known each other for so freaking long and mm-hmm. yet we i've discovered things about each and every one of you the more we record it's so wild and doing these speak us is like such a joy for me because i get to find little facets of all y'all's personality <laughs> you keep surprising me and i hope i can still be surprised even in the 200th episode and yes i am manifesting that into the universe there it is. we will mm-hmm. do a 200th episode uh, I love you guys so. I, I hope you guys know that. I love you so much. And I don't love a lot of people because I'm a big old grump, but I love y'all dearly. Y'all are my familia, straight up. Aww, Oscar. Oscar. The thing about being grumpy is that when you do say that, it does mean so yeah. much more. So we, I hope, yeah, really, I hope you, we really, it means a lot. Thank it does you, mean Oscar. a lot. And I hope we can revisit this moment on our 200th episode, which we will have as a TV special because we'll have our series. Oh, I'm going to manifest that. Mira. And I love you guys too. And I can't fucking wait to get on stage and do improv yeah. and do shows and touch your bodies and faces okay, and dope. hug you and okay. love you. Right. And oh, flirt wow. with our guests and get our LinkedIn numbers. <laughs> yeah, mm, <laughs> but before all that happens, how about we take a little cafecito break? Mm-hmm. Huh? Eso. Oh, Can we do we a, little, a, a little guest? Because we got ching, a special guest. Oh, yes, a little ching ching. A what? Ching ching. ching. Like when you cheers. So, on cheers. Oh, a toast. toast. <laughs> when you toast on Zoom, is ching ching, and you put it. It works no. in my She wants to toast. Mira, she wants to toast. Okay, fine. Nobody wants to turn up at three thirty-six on a Thursday. Clink fine. Clink, clink. Okay, 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 okay. <laughs> clink, clink. I'm gonna. I'm pouring these cafecitos in a champagne glass, and I'm handing <laughs> there them it to is. each and every one of you. Viste. And uh, who would like to make a toast? Tony. Tony. To our two hundred episode and the I... TV show. Yes, I, I expect I nothing, I, nothing. Yeah. May okay. Risa keep recording in all, all of the rooms. Yes. <laughs> oh, my God. Okay, here we go. Pa arriba. Pa arriba. Pa arriba. Pa abajo. Pa centro. Y pa adentro. We'll be right back with Maria Hinojosa. Dale. Emmy Award-winning John Mulaney presents Everybody's in L.A., a special run of six live episodes created by and starring Mulaney that'll stream live on Netflix during the Netflix is a Joke Fest. The comically unconventional show will feature special guests where John Mulaney explores the city of Los Angeles during a week when every funny person is in it. 
Watch John Mulaney Presents Everybody's in L.A., debuting May 3rd live at 7 p.m. Pacific Time, only on Netflix. Start clean with Clorox, because Clorox delivers a powerful clean every time. Because messes happen. Because... Hey, listen, remember how you told me to toss those takeout containers before we left for vacation? And you were like, I'm serious. If that leaks over the counter, it'll be a slimy abomination by the time I get back. And I was like, yeah, 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 of course. Don't worry about it. I won't forget. (laughs) Well... Ooh, yeah, that happens. So start clean with Clorox. Use Clorox products as directed. Rinse after use if in contact with food surface. Save big money on everything for your spring projects at Menards. We have all of your garden and landscaping essentials. Master Garden Premium Garden Soil contains a slow-release fertilizer that feeds gardens for up to nine months. It produces better results and is ready to use for all your gardening needs. Save big on Menards' great selection of garden and landscaping products. Compare brands in-store or online at Menards.com. Save big money at we're back slurp 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 uh guys there's obviously this is a special episode uh it's a milestone episode and because it's such a milestone episode we have to go with a guest that's essentially a living legend um we're kind of super honored to have her here she has done it all um I mean, anything from NPR to books to journalism, this uh, special guest has done it all and done it perfectly. Right Mm -hmm. now, she has a new book coming out called Once I Was You, A Memoir of Love and Hate in a Torn America. Ladies and gentlemen, we have Maria Hinojosa in the house. Thank you (laughs) so much. (laughs) How are you? I'm great. Thank you so much for having me. It's great to be with all of you. Yeah. You forgot to mention that we were, that I was nervous. I'm like, this is Yeah, we're all like, I don't want to know. This is like, like, this is big. This is in context. It's like Carlos intro. I'm like, what? I don't want to mess up the introduction. (laughs) Let me me write it down. (laughs) Just kidding. (laughs) You know, I always worry about people being like, oh my God, she's like an icon. Oh, she's won so many awards. And I'm like, I'm like, stop, please. You know, I never want to be like perceived to be like, oh, she's because I'm serious. I mean, the title of my book, Once I Was You, like the message is always like we are each other, like we can do this. Like I've been where you've been, like echale ganas, like, not, you know, not that wheat is. Um, so I always get worried when people are like, mm-hmm. I'm so nervous. Because I'm like, really? I'm like, especially now during the pandemic when we're not in our studios. I mean, I'm. Yeah. I'm at home. I'm in my calcetines. So nice. <laughs> I wish I've got, I would have gotten that spiel before. It would have been a much more comfortable introduction. <laughs> but I guess hindsight is 2020. <laughs> Me too, Maria. Well, don't worry. I, I, I'm the same as you. <laughs> in calcetines, uh, you mean. Yeah, yes, exactly. <laughs> um, speaking of, like you said, you know, you want how you're saying you, I once was you, once I was you, sorry. Um, pero you started podcasting you know at uh you know at a different time than we started podcasting can you maybe um you know give us a little insight on how that was when you started especially you know again as a latina woman because there's there's now so many more latinas on podcasts and radio and things like that type of journalism or you know things like that but like when you started there really wasn't you that you (laughs) were breaking this mold like out yeah it's really it's really interesting actually the first women who I heard on the radio before it was called podcasting. It was actually in Mexico. Las periodistas eran mujeres. And I think that planted a seed. There were they were not definitely in the United States. Like there were no women, no Latinas, definitely not um on the radio, not at all. Uh when I get to Columbia Barnard College um and I start doing radio in New York City in the 1980s. It was like the Wild West. It was Twitter. It was Instagram. It was mm-hmm. people don't understand that. People are like radio. And it's like, no, it's que no había. There was nothing. You yeah. know, there was television and like reruns. Right. Mm-hmm. And then there was radio. I mean, there was the newspaper, but you're not interacting with the newspaper. You're not interacting with the television, but with the radio, you were interacting. And so that was, 
that was the experience that allowed me to believe that I had a voice, that maybe I could do this on the radio. And that's where, you know, my career basically is launched and I become the first Latina hired at NPR and et, et cetera, et cetera. I, I think in terms of podcasting, it's funny because when I launched my company, Futuro Media, in 11 years ago, uh, people were laughing at me. They were like, you're going to do podcasting? You're going to do radio? Yeah. You're going to do audio? Like nobody listens. Nobody's going to, there's no future there. And as you know now, I mean, mm. podcasting is kind of everything. It's yeah. Sure, we many of us, you know, love to watch, et cetera, Netflix, television, et cetera, and we can take it anywhere on our iPads. But you don't want to do that 24-7. There are times when you want people talking to you on what is it used to be the radio, which is now mm -hmm. podcasting. You want that vibe. And many shows are starting in mm -hmm. podcasting and then ending up on a different medium. So <laughs> I, I like I love it to say it was the Wild West because, you know, people would call in. And so it wasn't Twitter. You actually had to respond to them. Live. <laughs> and were they vetted? Were they, were they trying to make sure that they were? Uh, no, get vetted. Nope, You're adorable. So okay. we, yeah. we were doing college radio. So it was me yeah. and me. And then it was me and my friends. Oh, okay. Yeah. You know, and then it was like the phone would ring and you had the little lights that would light up. You know, mm -hmm. They would light up because we were in a studio. So it wasn't ringing. And then you'd push the little button. You'd be like, hola, nueva canción y demás, WKCR. And they'd be like, oye, me ustedes hablan el español muy mal. <laughs> ¿Por qué hablan tan mal el español? And we're like, but we're students and we're tr we're trying to learn our Spanish. That's why we're doing it in Spanish. Don't you want to support us? And they'd be like, well, okay, but you all really need to like speak Spanish because it's bad. <laughs> oh, <laughs> my God. I know. It was... It was Twitter. Yeah, yeah, they were exactly. They were replying at you. It was you the and, comment section. Yeah, uh huh. Oh, an audio form. Yeah. You're like, well, thank you for that. Okay, cool. Yeah, right. <laughs> Next caller. Did you? And so, did you guys sign up for Duolingo or what? Then what did that like? Because you, you know, <laughs> no, but you're getting no. But I'm, I'm saying though, like, I'm kidding. But like, you know what I mean? Like, it was. Did that? Do you feel like that made you want to do it more? Yes. Well, okay. we we were making. I I hope it's a similar era to what Latinos and Latinas are living now. In the 1980s, we were being hailed as like, you know, the decade of the Hispanic. But the United States government was sending military bombing aid to El Salvador, Nicaragua, mm -hmm. uh, well, to make a war against Nicaragua, mm -hmm. um, and Guatemala and Honduras. So they were bombing us. Literally, we were coming as refugees uh, the same kind of conversation about, you know, well, we can't stand these refugees. And meanwhile, <clears throat> you know, here in New York City, uh, the South Bronx was on fire mm -hmm. on purpose. Um, you know, so it was a very it was a time of a lot of activism and, and um, awareness. And for me, as a young Latina in college, I was all about like, well, I am owning my Latina selves, motherfuckers. <laughs> like, yeah. I am showing up and I am not just Mexican. I am here for my Puerto Rican brothers and sisters. Mm. I'm here for my Dominican brothers and sisters. I'm here for my Argentinian, Chilean, eh, Colombian, because there were many, many refugees at the time, also from that part of the world. And um, and so it was uh, it was about solidarity. It was yeah. about really defining ourselves. And I really do hope that that's where we are again. I hope that Latinos and Latinas of every generation mm -hmm. are doing a reality check. On every level, our homophobia, our anti-Muslim, our anti-Semitism, um, you know, our anti-blackness, our uh, all of that, right? Yeah. But also doing the hard work of, so who are we in this? And that's mm -hmm. why it's in part why once I was you, the book is making a lot of waves because it it talks about this history. It actually gives you context so you can be like, oh, I understand. And that's what we need to do. 
because we're not going anywhere. You know, we're we're yeah. sticking around. We're we really are the futuro. We are. Yeah. How, how do you yeah. see the transition? I mean, from that time to now, in terms of like how we are as a community, because I mean, every every decade, every generation, something pops up, something changes, something makes a difference. I'm sure we're not in the same place, but I think it's it's important to ask because you you've been able to see that that you've been yeah. through those stages, and it's important to know. Well, you know, you do not have to be white to endorse and support the structures of white supremacy. Mm, well said. I mean, honestly, and wow. I think that we, wasn't around before. We didn't know about that. And so I think we yeah. have witnessed that. I, I think we, as a community, have to wrap our heads around the fact that there were many, many Latinos and Latinas, our family, our friends, um, who decided to vote for Donald Trump. So in that sense, it's quite distressing. Because, you know, when you are attacked, you know, it's, you know, that's the whole thing about Black Lives Matter is that you you can't choose to be black. You are. And then you are attacked. Many Latinos and Latinas, we have a privilege, right? We can attempt to pass. We can live only in our whiteness. Um, we can uh, close the door behind us. And so... I, I think that is where we are right now, where we have to make a very conscious understanding of what our role is in this country. Um, I recently spoke with Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, and we were talking about Latinidad. And, and she was like, you know, Latinos and Latinas, we have to do more work at understanding who we are in this country. And I was a little bit like, okay. I'm here for it. Usually I'm like, you know, we are here, we're present, own who you are. And and the younger generation happily is saying, yes, but mm. we need to know our history in this country. Mm. Like the Black Lives Matter movement has been teaching, right? Right. We need to follow in their footsteps and understand our history and therefore our role. And, you know, if we're not active in democracy in this country, you can kiss it goodbye. So I think we're, we're, we have to recognize that there is a part of us that was like, yeah, yo, Donald Trump, he speaks for me mm. as a Latino right. or Latina. Yeah. And I think it's also important to, to note that we, we've talked about this before. It's like the, it's unfortunate that because we're so fragmented and we've we've been the, the, colo the colonialistic uh, mindset of like we have to fight for our own identity has forced us to go against each other. And I, and I feel like this is something that we also as, you know, as Spanish like presents is something that's always been at the forefront of what we try to to kind of mm -hmm. fight against and you know we see that now obviously with the with the uh, with the last elections but it's not, for me it's like the journey of trying to say yeah we're all different and we're not a monolith but also we gotta come together to to fight the yeah. power which is what you know macro looks at us as one thing correct yeah it it is about in this country um that's why once i was you right it is about seeing ourselves in each other. Um, you know, for me, my my founding fathers, well, as a journalist, my founding father is Frederick Douglass. I mean, he's a black man who was born into slavery. Could not be more different than me, right? I, I'm a Mexican born in Mexico City. And yet, um, you know, he is my, okay, the pun, North Star. He, you know, his yeah. newspaper was named the North Star. So, but he is my North Star in that sense. Like, Why do I do what I do as a Latina immigrant POC woke journalist in this country is really in service of Mar uh, of Frederick Douglass. So yeah. that's that's the kind of mindset that we have to have. Um, so that coalition and may and talking about it. <laughs> it's, yeah. If we don't yeah. talk about it, it's not going to happen. Yeah. yeah, no, definitely. And, you know, speaking of talking about it. Something that I, I really enjoy from your interviews, especially, you know, I've, I've listened to a lot of them. You've interviewed, like you just said, I was going to actually ask you about AOC, uh, about her interviews. You've interviewed people, you know, to like that level of AOC and also like even like people like poets like Jessica Salgado, who I remember that episode very well because we are friends um, <laughs> with her and she's her. done our show and our podcast. And we're, you know, we just we, we love her. How... Um, do, do you, like, how does that work for you when you are thinking about guests to, to interview? Like, is it, is there, is there something that, you know, to me, I think about it, like in your world, I think about it, like, as like, 
a director or something like, oh, how do you, you know, you wanted this person in your film. Like, how do you think about that? What inspires you for your inner, for your interview guests? So the truth is, is that um, some of the most fascinating people who I interview are the ones who no one will ever see or recognize. Mm -hmm. They are the people who are working, um, serving us. Um, I, I just find them, their stories. Uh, I was today, as I said, um, well, my daughter is born on Cinco de Mayo. What can I tell you? It's the truth. <laughs> um, and so she's having her, she wants to have a park party. She's 23, yo, but she's like, I want a park party with a piñata because this yeah. is, a you know, our post-pandemic party. And, <clears throat> and so today I was in El Barrio Mexicano in Spanish Harlem and there were so many stories of people who I just encountered there. La señora que me sirvió los tacos, the person who sold me the piñata. And I'm like, they're the people who I want to sit and talk to because they inspire me mm -hmm. with their mm -hmm. their choice to live and to luchar por la vida in New York, which is not easy. So that's kind of my mentality. But um, recently, we just actually, one of my producers uh, Reynaldo Leaños Jr. put out a call on Twitter. He was like, hey, who do you want to hear Maria Hinojosa talk to? Because we're like thinking, like, who, you know, like, yeah, we're, we like are. we're kind of like, who? And interestingly, the one who's come up a lot is Biden. Oh, oh fascinating. Wow. That would be tight. Wow. Yeah. And I've been asking for an interview with Biden for two years, so I'm getting a little tired, to be honest with you. And I'm feeling a little bit... Um, how am I? How what would be the the youthful Rejected. way of saying? <laughs> I wanted to say I'm he's throwing shade at me, but oh, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, 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 completely yeah. rejected. Um, mira, and I'm mira, not happy. no se no se preocupe. I get it. I've I've I'm the one that does a lot of most like the bookings uh, between me and like you know we also we all we all we all throw in some names, but I I am the one that does most of the cold cold call type of style things, and I'm just like. Oh, there's, you know, sometimes there are those people and then people also, they'll do the same thing. They'll, hey, why haven't you had this actress or why have you? And I'm like, I'm like, if I could only tell you, I emailed. Yeah, I'm like, I've been emailing their reps since, you know, the first season, the first episode. And now we're on 100. And I mean, like, you know, yeah, <laughs> like, you, it's hard. Yeah. I mean, we <laughs> love to have somebody who is going to have a provocative conversation with me. Mm. I mean, to be honest with you, the pandemic has been really hard. Uh, it, we are lucky that we can do this, you know, in our home studios, but yeah. there is nothing like an in-person interview. So the last in-person yeah. interview that I did before the shutdown was Kat Von D at her house in oh, LA. Wow. And that was hot. I yeah. got that was just <laughs> it was just kind of extraordinary. And and now it was AOC. And now that I'm fully vaccinated and kind of getting back to things, um, I do want to start doing um more in-person interviews. And you're right. We are very lucky on Latino USA that, except for someone like Biden, most of the time, well, you know, there's one person I want to speak to. Actually, I might as well just put it out. Wish list. Let's hear it. There's only, there's one that people are like, so who do you want? Who? Yeah, um, what's the dream? That one dream person. It, it's Cardi B to talk politics. Oh. oh my God, but she would talk. Oh, yes. <laughs> nice. Oh my God, Maria, please. How do we I make know, this I'm happen? I know, I'm trying. I'm trying. That's, I'm like, let know. me book her for your podcast instead of mine. <laughs> like, and, then right. what, and then if you get Cardi B, I'm sure she'll put in a good word to Biden. Yes. They've done stuff together. That's yeah, true. they're cool. They're it's peace. Biden and Cardi. Mira que a lo mejor que te invito. We need to get a, get us all in a party. We need Biden, Maria, La Cardi, oh, and that. everybody. Oh, that would be the funniest party okay uh, yeah oh my We'd god be so passing a, a blunt to joe biden <laughs> is that it oh <laughs> yes passing a blunt and then him i want to see him like you know bailando una salsita and then like twerking to the floor like well let me tell you before <laughs> i see joe biden bailando or doing anything radical i need him to do something really radical about fair. the issue of immigration and yeah let's get to work let's see i'm not even ready to have a little party or to be invited to a cinco de mayo nada de so no lo quiero. I will take performative politics from Joe Biden at this point. <clears throat> if it is him going down to the border mm. and hugging the refugee children that this government is holding in dog cages. Mm -hmm. So I will take some performative stuff right there. 
Uh, but other than that, no, no, no dancing, no singing, no. He, right now, let, I'm sorry to say this, no, Joe fair, Biden is fair. in my doghouse um, mm. until Ooh. until I get a chance to speak yeah. with him. I know that was really good. I think I'm going to have to say that I more mean, often. Yeah, that's that's no, what my you dad. You put used us to in Perreras. <laughs> you're in my doghouse until you speak yeah. with me. Oh yeah. Oh my god. In all of yes. our doghouses for real. I mean, drop the mic on that. Yeah. I. <laughs> 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 oh my gosh um so other than obviously like you know you um you deal with a lot of like you know hardcore stuff that's going on in the world a lot not only you know in your interviews and you know in interviews that you know you guest on as well and everything else you also have twitter where you're super active you reply you engage you know you you post things that like other people are thinking and just don't know if they can tweet or how to tweet it as, you know, sometimes as eloquently as you. Um, how has Twitter been for you? Like the move into Twitter, like, well, no, but because like, I just feel like it's, it's, it's so hard to sometimes just like be good at writing a tweet. Dude, <laughs> like I, I, find it, <laughs> I am so fascinated. I'm like, really? You think I'm good at Twitter? I'm like, all right. Because yeah. no, really are. when I, when I first engaged in Twitter, I was like, what the hell is this? I'll never find this. I can't even figure this out. I kind of hate it. You know, look, you want to know how I woke up today? La verdad, la verdad. Um, I woke up later than usual, which uh, I, I had a little bit of a later day. So I did spend about, I'm horrified to say, about 10 to 15 minutes blocking people oh. this morning <gasps> because of all of the hate that I'm getting because I just interviewed AOC and I posted a picture of me with her. And so um, I'm that to me is like, I'm not even having it because of course what happens is, is that I'll look and I'll be like, you're a bot, you're a mm -hmm. bot, yeah. you're a bot. Who knows where you're tweeting at me from, what country where there's a bot fam, you know, bot factory, yeah. and I'm not having it. So goodbye, 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 goodbye. Now, I find it interesting that you say that about me and Twitter because I'm not on it all the time. Yeah. I'm not, I, I kind of poke, I jump in, you know, I'll post something. But you're right. There are moments where I will just have like, and I don't even think of it as a zinger, but now in hindsight, I'm a little bit like, that was a little bit of a zinger. Yeah. But I'm not doing it to like do that. It's more just like, I just thought this and I have to say it. And I think exactly. I do allow myself to kind of feel like, wait, if I just thought this and felt this, I bet there other are people. Others. Yeah. Like sure. after yeah. Joe Biden gave his his very important speech um, to Congress recently after his hundred days. And I was like, yeah, totally. This is like not. Trump, okay, this is not horror, mm -hmm. but please don't call me ungrateful when I want more. And mm -hmm. I said that the next morning, um, and people completely responded to that. So I try, I, I, I don't know if I, I fe often feel bad that I don't respond enough. Hmm. That, you know, I'm, if all I'm doing is just liking things, but then I love it when people are like, oh my God, Maria Hinojosa liked my tweet. And I'm like, yeah, oh, I'm like, of course, if I can, if I see it, I'll like it. Sure. Well, it's important yeah. to have a healthy relationship with Twitter because a lot of people don't. I, I yeah. mean, see, I don't know. Like this morning again, I was like, I don't know how Alexandria even continues to post on this. Porque es que es un nivel yeah. de odio. Yeah. Um, and I don't really, for me, to be honest with you, I don't get it. I mean, now is when I'm like, oh, God, God, what horrible people these bots yeah. are. Oof. Mostly, I'm having fun on Twitter. I'm having uh, an okay time. And people are like, oh, my God, she's saying something really silly or something really important. Or, you know, I really love Instagram, even though it's owned by Facebook, which is my horror. But um, <laughs> I, I really love Instagram. Um, Would you say Facebook is in your doghouse? I mean, I, I just, I don't know if I can say that. It's more just like, I, I, I never connected with Facebook. Oh, wow. I see que nunca entendí. Nunca. Nunca como que I'm like, what is this? I still find it overwhelming when I go into Facebook. Honestly, I just feel overwhelmed by it. It's terrible. People send me messages. I mean, I probably have like several thousand messages, probably some of them very important. And I just, the whole Facebook feeling is just, 
oh, I'm going to yeah. get buried by this. Oh. Whereas Instagram, I can just kind of quickly just do a, and I get really, um, I get a lot of positive reinforcement. I'm a lot of, I, I, to me, Instagram is where the positive stuff comes the visual stuff the pro-indigenous stuff the pro-latina mm -hmm. stuff yeah. uh the pro-healthy sex uh stuff all of that stuff the pro-cannabis world you know that's where i'm like yeah i like living mm -hmm. here hell yeah and um like you said like what are things that now like you know other than all uh you know everything that you're saying like uh going on the twitter and you know doing interviews about such, like I said, aggressive subjects, you know, like the world is just so wild. What does Maria like to do to have fun? Pre-pandemic or or during the pandemic? During it doesn't matter. Post. Like, you know, what are what are things that you like to to do to like, you know, relax and have fun? You know, you mentioned pro cannabis and like smoking a blunt. And like I love that you're 420 friendly as well. Cause I am Oh, very too. publicly, <laughs> very publicly because um I I don't want to have any shame. I mean, I'm, I don't want to yeah. have any secrets. And I was always worried, like, oh, my God, one day somebody's going to find out I smoke pot. And I'm like, ha ha, motherfuckers. I'm I telling survived. you I smoke pot. <laughs> yeah. No, I'm telling you I smoke pot and, because yeah. I am a legal medical marijuana patient. Mm -hmm. I really did not smoke a lot of pot until after 9-11. So mm. I had PTSD and it really I never thought that it would be something that could really help you. And so I'm mm -hmm. very like, yeah. And now I have a dispensary and I have my pharmacists who I talk to. So I love them. They're amazing. Yeah. Um, I, if you follow me on Instagram, you'll know that I am a little bit uh, crazy about working out. I'm a boxer. I have a yes. crew of people that I work out with here in Harlem. Uh, that's multi-generational and from all over the world. And I love that. I love dancing with them at seven o'clock in the morning in the park. We so that's a pretty crazy thing. Um, I I connect with nature. Mm. So you know anything that puts me in touch with nature. Uh, my family is like becoming birders. I think the next big purchase once we because <clears throat> now that we're done paying for college, we're actually buying things like oh, geez, we <laughs> needed a new refrigerator. Hmm. Yes. Boy. I got so, a new fridge too this year. Well, kind of like <laughs> to be fair, it was like a friend gave me hers, but let me but tell still, you. I'm telling major, you, right? major, major right. upgrade. I sent pictures to the boys so they can see it. Next big purchase will be binoculars, <laughs> you know, like that's Ooh. like so you know, nature really just um I'm very lucky if you read Once I Was You, you'll see that we have a little tiny cottage in Connecticut. We live in Harlem, in the heart mm. of Harlem. And we have a little tiny cottage in Connecticut. And so, wait a minute, like looking out at the lake, building a fire, just chilling, walking, hiking. Decompressing. Totally yeah. decompressing. Mm -hmm. um, these are the things. Like if you ask me, like, uh, are you a big cook? No, that's not. Like I'll cook. We grill. My son and I grill a lot. We love to do that. Um, but I, I'm like seriously like the simple things. Uh, okay. Having time with my husband alone is something that uh, quality time. We really, yeah. yeah, you know, because now we all the four of us live together, so it's a little crowded sometimes. Yeah, is all I'm yeah. saying. I mean, I love my mira, adult mira, say less. I got it. <laughs> <laughs> we get it. Okay, I got fine. you. Mira, loud and clear. <laughs> fine. Okay. Okay. We're not coming for a sleepover the next weekend. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So simple stuff. Really, just like hanging out with friends. You know, now that I'm fully vaccinated, I had a group of my Latina journalist friends. We had a park party. Um, you know, it, that's like, seriously, I'm good going to a museum, a museum. Wow. What a concept. <laughs> so yeah, low key little things. Oh, going yeah. to the, like, definitely June 11th. I'm in a movie theater watching in the Heights yes. for sure. Yes. Cause you all know I'm in it, right? I, Wait, you're, you're in it. Is this a spoiler? We're supposed <gasps> to know. Are we getting it's, the exclusive? It's public because people have seen, you know, oh. early versions of the film. People oh, now it's okay. dropped. It's out there. Yes, yes. Yeah, I'm I'm in it. I have a role. Oh and it's what? not a cameo. Wait a oh, minute. My God, Whoa. So here's the thing about here's the thing about In the Heights. <laughs> there are a bunch of little clues that mm. if you know, you're gonna get them. For yeah. example, 
Lin Manuel is there, but he's as, as a piraguero when he mm -hmm. actually played the central role before. Is mm -hmm. Lin Manuel's father makes an appearance and Luis. mother. Uh, yes, Luis Miranda and his mother. Um, the guy who starred originally in the original In the Heights on Broadway, he Chris No Me Acuerdo, he makes an appearance. Um, what's her name? Who won Drag Race? RuPaul. She makes an awesome. appearance. <laughs> uh, I make an appearance. So there's all these little things that if you know, you're like, oh. It's like fun little Easter eggs. Yeah. Yes. Oh. Like little, there are a bunch of little Easter eggs and I'm one of the eggs. So we look forward to seeing you dancing and dance. Oh no, my God. I'm not dancing. <laughs> <laughs> I love that she just shut you That's down. That's not what I'm doing. I'm not going to tell you what I'm doing, but it is the opposite of dancing. Well, we know what you're not doing. Ooh, okay, okay. All right. We're not coming over to Maria's house and we are not dancing. Uh, all right, oh my we God. We yeah. got to find out now. We got to ask so my friends, so uh, anybody who's watched it already. Yeah, yeah. That's funny. I was actually, I if I wasn't in Miami the, today, I was going to go over someone to watch the, because they got the like the oh, premiere thingy. And I was like, I, I was it. like, no, I want to go, but I can't. I have to come here. But you got to see, it's better to wait for the theater. I'm totally no, seeing it. Yeah. There's oh, no I way I'm, there's no way I'm watching it at home. That's, oh, I'm, I'm so, I'm yeah. bringing, excuse me, I'm bringing my own pop popcorn to the movie theater. Oh, that will be Listen, me who smuggles it in. She's in the movie. In. She could do that. That's right. And I am going to be dancing in the uh, aisles. Oh, yes. in the aisles. Okay. It's but the kind the of movie. movie. Okay. I no, see. no, no. De verdad. Es que it's the kind of movie that we Latinos, you know how people took over and did, oh, well, you don't know because you all are young, but <laughs> back in the day, Rocky Horror Picture Show, mm. where like you became the movie and it you were interactive in the, yeah that's yeah, the yeah, way yeah. in the yeah, heights sure. has got to become <laughs> yes, where everybody is like doing it and dancing and that's how i imagine oh my in gosh the heights, in the we're gonna have our yeah. own version of rocky horror picture oh I well you so all gotta excited. make it you all have to make it happen i just told you <laughs> now you gotta make it happen well, wow <laughs> I'm, i've been sold but i'm more sold. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh bueno maria we want to again thank you so much it was such an honor to have you on the podcast and on our hundredth episode yes our hundredth episode oh my gosh and you know hopefully when the world opens up and we have our live shows we'd love to also have you as a guest oh my god you would crush Please. Yes, we would. we would have a good time. Yes, and yes, I would yes. actually, I would have shoes on. Okay. <laughs> Mira, you don't have okay. to. You don't okay. have to. You don't. You surely don't have to. <laughs> oh no, 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 no! I'm a Latina. Please, now you know that I'm wearing no, my five no, inch heels. Please. <laughs> no pata sucia. <laughs> Por favor. Mis tacones. <laughs> Coño. Bueno, um, por favor, if you want to uh, tell everybody where they can follow you on the oh, social yeah, yeah, and yeah. anything, and um, where they can purchase your book. So the book you can get anywhere. I mean, I always love to support your local independent bookstore, and there are many of them everywhere. Um, the book is called Once I Was You, A Memoir of Love and Hate in a Tour in America. I'm still hoping to make it to the bestseller list, so please buy mm -hmm. more than one copy. <laughs> um, yeah, support our Latinas. Please. On in on Instagram, it's it's kind of I, I don't have all the same, so I'm sorry about that. Okay. On Instagram, it's Maria underscore la underscore Inojosa. Sorry. Okay. Copy. No, that's so if you just put in Maria underscore, usually it will appear. And then and I'm verified. And on Twitter it's Maria underscore Inojosa. And Copy. I'll see you there. And if you get the book. Take a picture, send it to me. We're, you know, slowly posting on my Instagram feed with all of your pictures with the books. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, I need to send the book to each one of you so you can. Yeah. So as soon oh, as I get another that box, what a dream. I'm waiting, that would be I'm waiting for my another box of books so you guys can send me your addresses right and I'll send oh, you. Oh, thank you. Signed we comments. would definitely love that. Maria, Just, thank please. you so much. Thank you. Oh, yeah. Thank you. Honestly, like. Uh, for someone who's like such a big fan of yours, it's so incredible because you have this in enormous pedigree. But what you really do is you stimulate conversation between Latinos. You know what I mean? And I've always said existing is a political act for us uh, Latina people. And you are an example of that. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you for just being your own person. Yes, for just you're existing. exactly right. For yeah. us, just existing in this country and finding our joy that's why again the celebration of black joy it's like yeah the celebration of latino and latina joy latina joy and come on motherfuckers we have amazing joy so mm -hmm. that's why we got to live in it and you know whether it's dancing or looking at birds 
<laughs> we gotta bring it. <laughs> Esto, yes, yes. Muchas gracias to all of you. Thank you. Sí, no, gracias a ti. Y también, everybody um, listening, you can also follow us at Spanish Aquí Presents on IG. You can follow us at Spanish Aquí on Twitter. And you can follow me at Raisa Licea on Instagram and on Twitter. And you can follow me on Instagram at, of course, it's Carlos. And you can follow me at Ozzymo, O-Z-Z-Y-M-O, on Instagram and Twitter. And you can follow Tony Rodriguez at theoppositeofdancing.org. Oh. <laughs> Just kidding. It's the Tony Roderick at uh, Instagram and Twitter. And you can check out Spanish Jackie Presents on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Pandora, the SiriusXM app, or wherever you listen. And please... Please, if you have the time, give us a review on Apple Podcasts. It helps more people find out about the show. Yes. Hey, so much, we Maria. did it. Yeah. Maria, I don't care you. what they thank said you in the 80s. Much. Your Spanish is fantastic. Thank you for coming. Start clean with Clorox because Clorox delivers a powerful clean every time. Because messes happen. Because <laughs> the charcoal mess. Great, because why would I put that on my face when I could drop it in my sink? This is what I get for multitasking. Ugh, why is charcoal so sticky? <clears throat> Hello? Hey, Janice. I am so sorry. I thought I was on mute. <laughs> no, we don't need to reschedule. I'll just stay off camera. Ooh, yeah, that happens. So start clean with Clorox. Use Clorox products as directed.